Uh, I see Bronnie Taylor, New South Wales Mental Health Minister and now Deputy uh, Leader of the Nationals in the state, was pleased to head out to Headspace Parramatta just the other morning alongside the Premier Dom Perrottet and the Treasurer Mac Keane and Jeff Lee, the local MP uh, for the seat of Parramatta, where they announced a brand new $130 million mental health package for the people of the state. I'm happy to say Bronnie joins us on the program. Good morning, Minister. Oh, good morning, Marcus. How are you this morning? I can't imagine you arguing with people. I don't believe it. Well, it happens, uh, particularly, you know, me being the, the little lefty and, uh, you know, greeny that I am, <laughs> you know, climate oh, change warrior okay, and all Marcus. that. It's all right. Yeah. Uh, look, this is important. Uh, we know that mental health issues creep up on people often after this uh, current crisis and mm. beyond. Um, you know, they can't wait for months to see someone. This money will certainly go towards making sure that services are available. Now it'll mean there are tens of thousands of extra appointments with psychologists, psychiatrists and counsellors available for people who do need help. You need to speak to somebody. Look, that's right, Marcus. And I think what we knew we had to do was we had to bolster services now, right? So we had to look at how we could do that to make sure that they were available now. And that's why, look, I, it's Dr. Vagona who is uh, the president of the New South Wales College of Psychiatrists. And we worked really closely with him because I think, you know, there's no point these things coming out of ministers' offices. They need to be spoken about with people on the ground. And so by boosting those extra services within Headspace, which is usually the domain of the feds, we're able to know that we can, we can really up those services right away and we can really tackle some of those waiting lists. And when we do that at Headspace, that will have a flow-on effect to all other services as well to unblock those waiting lists that exist in certain places. So I'm pleased about that. 275,000 people being trained in suicide prevention and mental health first aid. And what I like about this, Marcus, is how, you know, you and I always talk about mental health. You are a great champion of mental health on your show, which has a, a massive reach. But the thing is, every time you talk about it and we talk about it in the right way, it means other people are having those conversations. And then other people have those conversations with other people. And that's what's really important. So if we can really build up that volunteer sort of workforce and, and people that because people know their own friends, their own community, their own family better than yeah. anybody. And I think that's the key here. And that's definitely what the experts are telling us. So, I, look, I'm really, I'm really pleased. I can't wait to see how this goes. And it's about trying new and different things, right? We've got to be brave and courageous in this space to make yeah. sure that we make the services better. All right. Well, something that's unfortunately uh, often intertwined with mental health issues is domestic violence. Uh, the New South Wales government is set to make its single largest investment in tackling DV, spending almost a half a billion dollars on extra refuges for women and children fleeing their homes. The spending will form a, a big part of uh, your government's COVID-19 economic recovery package. 75 new women's refuges. Uh, it's a big spend. I like the idea of uh, this socialist approach, Bronnie. I know. Do you think we're turning into you, Marcus? Absolutely. <laughs> Every day I encourage it more. More social housing would be good too, Bron. 
Yeah, that would be good, especially in the region. But you know, look, you're right, Marcus, and I think too. I don't, I don't like to think of it as in you know different sides do different things. Everyone needs to do the right thing by their communities, and I'm a bit of a you know a bit of a glass half full person, not such a political animal. But this is important. This funding for DV. You know, when you talk to women out there that have experienced this, they say you know they needed somewhere to go and they needed it that night because they'd made that decision. And they needed to access it. And then what we have been hearing, and I think we need to be really honest about that, is that, you know, there haven't been the places available that have, have needed to be. And so this is about changing that. And it is, it's, it's a big investment. It's a needed investment. And it will make such a difference because yeah. we know if we can give women that safe place or anyone who's experiencing domestic family violence and, and children, you know, this isn't just that person. The ricochet effect of this stuff is massive, right? Sure. So it's about providing those safe spaces it's about providing the program so that people can change their lives which they deserve to do so i'm really excited about this one it's about time and i think we have to be really upfront and honest about that but this is a good day for new south wales in terms of the prevention of domestic family violence all right finally look i know it's not necessarily uh, your space but uh, the question needs to be asked there was a uh, decision made late last week uh, by uh, the boss, Paul Tool of the Nationals, um, in relation to regional travel, uh, there was some disappointment, let's be honest. Uh, a number of businesses had prepared for perhaps an opening as early as, well, yesterday. We're now waiting till November the 1st. Are, are things calming down on this front now? Is there a possibility, do you think, Bronnie, that we might go a little earlier into the regions or is November the 1st a firm date Look, I think people, you're exactly right too, Marcus, I'm not going to shy away from that. People were really disappointed. I had a lot of messages from people and, you know, particularly where I'm from in the Snowy Mountains sure. where businesses were preparing and things. And I just absolutely acknowledge that nothing I say is going to make that any better. But it is this really difficult thing. We only had sort of about 37% of our local government areas in the regions that were double vaxxed. So the issue was that, yes, the providers of the, of the tourism opportunities and those things might have been, but if we'd had people coming in from the city who were double vaxxed, but in the regions we didn't have those increased rates, we were sure. really exposing them. Yep. So, look, it was a terrible call. It was a really tough call to have to make, but it was a necessary one. And All I right. think one thing that we are saying is that we will continuously look at this, but I also think people want that certainty. And so, you know, now we have that date and we move forward. But, look, I saw the stats for um, southern New South Wales yesterday and they have really picked up. You know, yes. we're looking at that second back rate really going through the roof, and which is tremendous. And I think people have really stepped up to that because they know what the consequence is if you're not double back. So we'll, we'll constantly look at it, Marcus. But I, it would be disingenuous of me no, to no. say that I, I had any sort of inkling as to that was going to change because I don't. It's definitely yep. on that date. Fair enough. All right, Bronnie, always a pleasure to speak to you, um, particularly about the mental health issues. Uh, and well done on this spend, uh, all this extra uh, um, money going into Headspace and, and other much-needed uh, support services for, for people who are, you know, uh, kind of dealing with some issues because of the pandemic or even otherwise, you know, and also the spend, too, on domestic violence. It's, it's well-needed. Thank you. It is. No, thank you. And, Marcus, again, thank you. I know that, you know, sometimes 
you give us, you know, you really advocate hard for this and that's your job to reflect the needs of your community. But it's because of people like you that, you know, we've got to be on the ball, Marcus, because I know you'll be there telling me what I need to do and what I'm not doing. But it's important, right? I don't always like it, but it's really important. So I just want to thank you very much for your advocacy. I really mean that and uh, again well, uh, look, mental, yeah, mental health domestic violence all of these sorts of issues i mean they're uh, beyond politics and we all need to be partisan in our support of programs which which work headspace has done some brilliant work in the past and we need to keep them well funded and we need to ensure that there is somebody at the end of a line for for people who are doing it tough at the moment thanks Bronnie. that's right thank you marcus see you then bye new south wales mental health minister Bronnie taylor